friends, welcome to a late, late night edition of Mavs Party. The Dallas Mavericks just hung on against the Sacramento Kings, 122-114. to 114. Hung on's probably not right. They really, they, they scored 74 points in the first half and then just kind of did weird shit in the second half. Don't really know how to describe this one other than it felt like, um, in the second half in particular, Jason Kidd using odd, some odd lineups in an attempt to not play his starters 48 minutes a game. Uh, the Mavericks are just a little thin. Uh, that was a really fun game. You know, scoring 45 points. Apparently, this is the first time in Dallas Mavericks history, according to Mavs PR, that they've scored 40 points in opening first quarter, like in the first quarter of back, like two games in a row. That doesn't seem like a thing that should be possible. Um you know, I watched the 2003 Mavs, which were like an offensive, like just a bunch of lunatics. And, and apparently that never happened. Just, just crazy. Um, I think there's some things to be griping about, as you can see in the, uh, as you can see in the chat comments right now, folks are a little confused about some things, but you know, Dallas Mavericks played a really fun kind of team, you know, really team-based basketball. Lots of guys did a lot of positive stuff. You need a 10 point first quarter from Josh Green. You had Tim Hardaway miss a million shots, but come through whenever it really mattered. Kyrie Irving obviously had a really, like, I thought him as a, you know, kind of offensive orchestrator was really fun to watch. I think he probably would have liked to have had bad a couple of shots that he missed, but, you know, that's going to happen. He still scored 25 because he hit all of his free throws. Oh, uh, yeah, as, as, you know, Ethan notes in the chat, JaVale McGee looked like an actual basketball player. That- <laughs> well, just uh, for full disclosure, I am... I'm dying. Um, I just, I don't feel good. Long week, lots of stuff, uh, just pretty wiped out. So let's, uh, let's, let's fly through some folks and then we'll be back here tomorrow night because we play the same team again and hopefully we play them with Luka Doncic so we can have like a true, like one-to-one comparison point. Like what do the Mavericks look like against the Kings without Luka? What do the Mavericks look like against the Kings with Luka? Because I think we're going to have some fun stuff to talk about. Um, all right, coming up first, name I don't recognize, Hezron, welcome. What's going on? Brother Kirk, uh, good to be on, mate. Uh, just five o'clock here in Australia. It's beer o'clock, mate, and uh, it's good I'm, to celebrate. I'm having, a, I'm having a cocktail myself. I shouldn't be having one because I think I'm fighting off a cold, but I thought it might help. Well, cheers to your health, mate. I'm having a corona at the moment, so, you know, cheers to your health. Uh, look, man, it's it's good to see a win like that, and the third one without Luca, and third one since the, tra- since the trade. Um, I'm just – well, I'd, I'd like to echo on about it, but I'm just really proud of seeing Josh's development, uh, using that summer program to improve himself, and, uh, you know, we're paying the dividends as, uh, as the fan base. You know, he's copped a lot. Uh, but it's just good to see him out there, you know, enjoying himself and being a positive member of this team in terms of contributing. I'll, I'll tell you something fun, little inside weird American gambling th- thought. I'm not really much of a gambler, but I, I like paying attention to prop bets, like what players might score and whatnot. Like Luca this year has been a really fun because you just mm-hmm. watch his betting total each game go up, 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 up. Well, Josh Green had a, Tonight, he, you know, the, the bet, the player prop for him was 12 and a half points. And I'm a terrible gambler, but I'm like, of, of course, Josh Green is going to score 12 points. Like he, he's playing 40 minutes. If he's not scoring 12 points in 40 minutes, I'm going to, you know, something weird has happened. And what do you know? He scores 10 points in the first quarter. And it's like, yeah, this is going to be that kind of game. 
Yeah, it's just crazy to see. And, you know, seeing a lot of confidence in the, the threes. And even though he missed a couple, some, missed a few tonight, just seeing that confidence actually take those I, I shots. I don't care if he misses some know. of them because if, you know, part sometimes people are like, why does Tim Hardaway play this much? Well, teams have to guard him because if, if he gets hot, it's annoying. Josh Green's willingness to shoot the ball opens up stuff for other people. I really am glad to see that. Definitely, definitely, man. Look, I just, I just wanted to ask, like, your thoughts when everybody's healthy. How do you see? Do you foresee and do you hope that Green oh, stays God, in that lineup? He better start. To loop he better start. I have, I've, I've had enough of the Tim Hardaway huh. starting experience. Like him, Luca, Kyrie, uh-huh. yeah, those yeah. Kyrie and Josh force Luca to move his ass like that. You just can't. You're not taking advantage of their skill sets otherwise. So I really hope he starts. Hundred percent. Do you do you have an idea of who they'd actually play at the four? Because I feel like Dwight just fits the mold as the starting five. I know he has his issues here and there, but it just seems like a seamless fit next to Luke and Kyrie with what they're trying to achieve. So I wonder if they go like real small, depending on lineups, and if they go like Luca, Kyrie, Green, Bullock, and Powell. And because you're just part of me feels like they're waiting for Maxi Kleba to come back and soak up some of these minutes and try to do different stuff. I think Wood has sort of um, played himself out of the starting lineup for a while. That's just my thoughts. I and I, you know, I don't really want to see McGee yeah. as much as he did a good job tonight. But I in the in these regular season games, it feels yeah. like you know there's only twenty twenty four left. I, I think they're going to try a little shock and awe. To be quite honest, like just run these teams off the floor and then maybe beat the shit out of them with Luca in the third and fourth quarters whenever, you know, the, the game pace starts to slow down a little bit. Yeah. No, look, that totally makes sense. Look, I, I won't hold up too long. You know, you've got a lot of people that want to jump on. But, look, I just – I want to echo and, you know, celebrate what Josh has been doing. Um, I'm hoping to see more. We're looking forward to getting Maxi back and who we get in the buyout market. But sure. appreciate time, Kurt. talk about Josh's assist. Man had seven helpers tonight. That's That's pretty nice. Something to be happy about. Good Lord, there's a lot of you who want to talk. Let's go. Chris, what's up? Hey, Kirk. So, uh, man, I, I keep forgetting about Maxi Cleaver, too. Yeah, when he comes back fully healthy. I don't know. I, I Like, to me, if he comes back, he has a bionic leg. Like, he explained – somebody <laughs> sent me a video clip of him explaining his injury, and it's like, well, the muscle detached, and that's why it's better. And I'm like, huh? It did oh, what? Geez, I don't Oof. know. But yeah, if he comes back uh, – yeah, I mean – Things are looking on the up and up. I mean, can't wait to see. I'm, I'm sure Luke, Luke is going to play tomorrow. Um, God, I'm, I'm just really excited about this team, man. I don't care about what's going to happen next year, year after that. Like, the, I mean, I know the Suns got better, but like I said in the comment section, they're like one Durant knee tweak away from not being as good as they were earlier in the season when they lost all that depth. So um, I just, I just feel good about this team. Uh, yeah, the whole Christian Wood thing. I mean, he was playing great in the first quarter. Uh, I, I'm assuming for defensive purposes, that's why he wasn't in the game. Right? I, I, I honestly couldn't tell you because to me, yeah. it's six of one, half dozen of the other, where <sighs> Wood played well and then Jason Kidd fuckery happens where we're all like, why isn't he playing? I, I think it's this, like, don't get, they don't want to get wood too high, uh, stock so high where it's like in the summertime when you're having to, I don't think, I don't think re- kids doing that that way. Cause he doesn't care about the money. He doesn't care. But like, there was a hot mic that caught Christian wood arguing with a fan about his field goal. Percentage. 
Was it that lady no, that was screaming? Oh, God, man, that, that woman. <laughs> God bless her heart. I loved, like, the, you could tell Fallwell was irritated, but I, like, I love that. But Wood was, um, like, you can't be talking about people about your efficiency. Nobody gives a shit unless the team is winning. And so it's like when the team is winning and they don't need yeah. you, it's not a good look for you. Even if, and guys, because I can tell there's people that are going to be mad about this. I think Wood has a point. The Mavericks need Wood over a long enough period of time. It's just, it's it's a weird thing. Yeah. Yeah. Even though JaVel's playing pretty decent as far as defense, um, I'm, I'm, I'm impressed with him. But yeah, I, I see why they should be playing Wood more. Um, but one quick question about Hulk, the whole Kyrie thing. Let's say he does, he obviously is going to be playing great. But what if the Mavs want to just say, okay, we want to keep you no matter what? Can we? Could, are they only able to offer him like a two year extension? So I got a piece. I've not read it yet. Um, CBA Mavs and Brian Zillum collaborated on a piece that we're going to throw up. I, I don't want to speak out of school and say the wrong thing, but off the top of my head, I think they can only offer him a two-year extension in season. So it actually behooves him to go into free agency. Oh, God. You should I'm be, kind of scared but let's to lose not worry that. about that right now. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're right. Because I've had some friends, oh, he's going to go to the Lakers, you know, because they're like Lakers fans. I'm like, I'm not worried about that right now. Like, no. we're, we have Kyrie at his youngest right now, right? And we That's only right. got a 30 games left. But I'll let some other people go on. Let's just keep this win streak going. So. Sure. Thanks for hanging out, bud. Talk soon. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, coming up next, let's go to Brent. I normally make some of my staff wait, but you never know with Brent. What's going on, buddy? Kirk, there was a point in this game where Tim was 4 for 12, 22 minutes played. Wood was 5 for 9 with 7 minutes played. I'm like, the dude kind of has a point. Yeah, he does. <laughs> I don't know what to do, but I, I don't know, like, because the, the Hardaway thing, we, there there's, you know, rumors that him and, and that both Wood and Hardaway were really being shopped hard. And then they come back from being shopped hard, and one of them guns like he's playing for, a, you know, like he's trying to get traded to another team. And then the other scores points and then gets kind of benched. And it's like, what is going – it's just so weird because you hate to talk about it and wonder about it after what was a really impressive win. Yeah, you just you've got to think that maybe kid expected him to be gone. <laughs> it's like, oh, you're still here. <laughs> I mean, I think there's something to that, but then it begs the question of if kid didn't want him, and I've sort of wondered this for a long time. Why did kid agree to it? Because kid has kid has a say, has a has a prominent say in team uh, team makeup. Javale McGee. Well, isn't the of that. isn't the easy answer that you might have agreed to it? Because that's an asset that you might be able to do something with at some point in the season, and then they couldn't. And maybe the reason comes a talent, but I mean, the guys the Mavericks could have selected. There's a couple of guys that the Mavericks could have selected who, in the same vein of Hardy getting minutes right now, could be getting minutes right now. Right. You know, that's that's something for a later show, I think. Though, but it's it's very it's very peculiar. This whole reinvigoration of pretty much the entire roster got me thinking, you know, it's it's not like Kyrie's better than Luca. We know that's not the case. But there's a difference here in that the guys that have been on the team, uh, really the whole roster, but especially the guys that have been here for most, if not all, of Luca's career, it's one thing to recognize greatness, call him a savant, call him incredible, 
but you've seen him up close. You know the guy. You're joking around with him in the locker room. That level of familiarity is different than seeing a guy who made a movie and won a championship and is revered by players and see that guy come in. They aren't starstruck where they're passing in the ball and expecting him to shoot 30, 40 shots. But there is a little bit of, I want to do good because this guy's here. I don't want to disappoint oh God, this guy. Like, that's like, that's Jaden Hardy's internal monologue. And I think it's JaVel McGee's too. I mean, what's going on? That'll be something too. This, this version of McGee is the guy they thought they were going to sign. What we've seen over the last two games and, as hard as I've been on him, I would love to see this because this is backup center material as opposed to total uselessness. I like that take. I like that take. That's a good one, Brent. And how about Kyrie crashing the boards at, what, 6-2, and he's the only guy on the offensive glass? That and everybody else rebound in the middle of the track <laughs> was pretty dope. And he really Crazy. He could have. He was. He was fishing for the foul because he had an open layup, and he just he pumped into the foul. I love Yeah, that was, that was, that was neat. Fox did a great job on him, but it just it, it felt good to have. I mean, I won't knock Spencer. I I think Spencer's great in a lot of ways, but it always felt like we were waiting for somebody to step up, and oftentimes that was Spencer. But it feels like there's a certain level of calmness amongst the roster because they understand the hierarchy in a way that didn't feel like a given before. Before it was okay, who's going to step up? Who's going to go get twenty? Well, and maybe doing, they were trying too hard. Well, the, what they're doing on the offensive end also is is really maximizing certain guys' skill sets in ways that are taking advantage of their strengths. You know, Kyrie doesn't dribble the ball to dribble the ball the way Luca does, the way Hart, the way um, the way Dinwiddie did. Right. And, you know, Luca can do what Luca wants because Luca's an offense unto himself. But you see Kyrie with a lot of the like. Pass back, dribble, handoff stuff, and then you know getting things on bounce passes and bouncing back like real earnest to goodness. Like how you would explain basketball to somebody who's new to it, where it's like you pass here, cut here, get the ball back. I'm going to pass it to you here. No, Nothing rocket move like that, but it's really neat to watch because they're all right. really skilled, and so that that element of it is is certainly is is certainly helpful. Um, I, I like the whistle tonight was pretty bad at points. So like that was why this game was a little closer and it should have been, but I, I don't know. I, I, I had a great time watching it. I, I don't, you know, I don't really see in a half court setting. How in the hell you defend Luca and Kyrie? I just don't see it right now. It's a lot of fun to watch Dwight Powell at the top of the key dribbling, not out of panic, but because he knows what's about to happen. They're running a DHO off a of curl and, and it's expected as opposed to, you know, pal panicking, which seemed to be more the case at times. So I'll let somebody else come up and talk. Thanks, Kurt. You're a good man. Thanks for hanging out. Let's see here. We're going to keep going. We're going to get to everybody tonight. All right. Good morning, Ashan. How you doing? Give Ashan a second. Pretty sure it's AM where he is. Yo. How you doing? Can you hear me? What's going on? What's up? What a, this was a fun game to watch. I I don't want want to take up too much of your time. I just want to say what Josh and like all of what we're hearing about like everybody's just so enamored with like oh they're playing fast paced offense. I I don't think it's like we can just simplify all the good things that are happening with the Mavs 
purely on the pace of the team and i really like there's a lot of like you and cry about well when luka comes back it, we might not see this offense again i don't think that that should be like a primary concern right now because uh, we saw earlier in luka's career he was orchestrating a fast paced offense the players have more direction now i think kid we saw this last year with him as well he really just wants to coach february onwards like before that he's just throwing things at the wall seeing what sticks what doesn't stick and now like you've objectively upgraded the roster might you might have regressed a little in defensive personnel but you can t- you can fix that with you know defensive scheming defensive sets there's a reason why we were overperforming defensively last year as well and that's the one thing i trust kid with that he's going to figure us out on that end so like i'm just really excited about what happens tomorrow because all the players seem to now know what they what what's supposed to happen on the team we have three bigs that provide completely different things which make which will make like a much harder game plan for other teams to like because if the mavs are playing so many versatile bigs not high level not extremely high level of course but they're inherently versatile with the, what their primary skill set is paul is there you have a role man woods there you have a you have a quite very skilled big that can score from any point on the, on the court and with mugi you have a lob threat theoretically so it's like how do you how do you as a team const- constantly construct defensive game plans to you know withhold those elements of the mavs offense now which which are finally getting unlocked with really two elite elite ball handlers So th- there's so much more to it than just saying that oh Josh Green's getting more opportunity, Jaden Hardy's getting more opportunity. Technically, even Theo Pinson is getting more opportunity right now. But though that isn't inherently why the Mavs are su- succeeding right now. So I think Luca is going to fit v- much better than people are expecting. It- it's not all pace. We will like even this game though. Times where we needed someone to just break a defense down. Kyrie is really efficient at it, but I think Luca is that much better at it. And then you have Kyrie on the floor playing off ball, a guy that's going to completely scramble a defense. It seems like it seems like a dream. So yeah, it's just so exciting, so exciting what we've seen in the last three games, and knowing we're going to add Luca to this extremely motivated team. Love it, All man. the players realize that they, if Dorian is not safe, they realize none of them were safe. Well, and it's funny. Safe is a it's an interesting word choice. Josh Bo went on a little bit of a tangent about this in our post game show, and and he said he's just like this should be a reminder that just because a guy is is a guy that you love as a player, and he's a guy that works, doesn't mean he should be on reach. if you think your team has a different level to get to and it, you know it takes nothing away from from Dorian's time here Dorian's a guy that I think I will remember fondly for a really long time but yeah. I also think that within his role with the Mavericks he couldn't give them anything more than what he'd given them you know that's okay that's yep. not a criticism and we soared high on him right so I I think we extracted them we traded them because I yeah. personally think from a trade chip perspective it was going to go downhill he's on a long 
on a good price right now and is coming off that playoff run and people still hadn't woken up to you know all the flaws that we as Mavs fans saw DFS play with this season like he is reliable but it's not like he's flawless and with his age with especially the the grind his body went through over the last season i think the mavs got off him at the perfect time and of course like i don't think there's a mavs fan that wishes dorian anything but the best That's i think right. so many mavs fans watched that nets game for dinwiddie and dfs yeah, it was fun. Like, he so, had nine points and nine boards and a pretty awesome dunk. It was, it was, it was and fun. that crazy dunk. Yeah. All right, man. Thanks for hanging out yeah. with us. Thanks for having me, man. Yep. Talk soon. All right. Okay. Coming up after this, we have my man Rain. Hey, Rain. What's going on? Rain, you there? Got to find that unmute button. Give him a second more. We'll try this in a minute. Rain, the audio may not be working. I'm sorry. All right. Um, We'll invite you back up here in a second. Let's go next to Carlo. Hey, Carlo, what's up? Hi, Kirk. How's it going? I'm doing all right. I, you know, really exhausted, but, you know, these are fun games, and... I've I've done this after enough terrible games that I want to enjoy, you know, I want to enjoy these while while we can. <laughs> it's right. I mean, the 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 difference with Kyrie and not Kyrie is staggering. Like what the fuck? Yeah. How are how are they running so much and doing all the stuff that we beg them to do? It's, Some it's of this crazy. is is Josh being in the starting lineup. Some of this is Kyrie pushing the ball. And then finally, I think some of it is Jason Kidd encouraging these things. Like, I don't think Kidd coaches Luca near hard enough. I think Luca needs to, to push, be, get pushed a lot more by Jason Kidd. And I think that Kyrie will push him, honestly. I, I, the first three months with Kyrie are going to be good. It's going to be after that. So I have two 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 thoughts. Sure. First, first is a non-maps talk, and it's a, it's a, not not cool for the Kings. But I think they, they are not, they maybe are not making the playoffs. Ooh. Because I before before the series, uh, I watched them on Tankathon, and they have the third worst strength of schedule. Yeah. And the second easiest game is uh, with the Wizards. Spicy. I like this take. It's tough out west. I mean, they'd have to take quite a tumble, but I... I... They they have to go seventh. Yeah. And then lose two. But if you you get, like, Minnesota in the 7-8 and then the Lakers... I could see it, it. It could be possible. Sure. It could be possible. Also, Jaron uh, Fox played a really good game. He looks really good. He, I, I was the non-believer. Really he, he really did a great job on Kyrie, and he's having an all-star caliber year. It was one of his best defensive games. He, that block on Kyrie, late down four. Yep. Crazy. Uh, 
The thing, sir, that I want to ask you about the maps is, uh, do you think there is any chance that uh, Wood needs to play with Luca to have minutes? I've not liked Wood apart from Luca this year. I think it leans into Wood's ISO desires. And just because he can get a bucket, I think it slows down the offense. Sometimes you need that if you really need to score, but I think you maximize Luca's scoring ability. I'm sorry, Wood's scoring ability paired with Luca. It's 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 just an odd situation, everything with Wood right now. And I mean I, I like that the Javela is playable right now because it means that we have a chance to uh, to trade him in, in right. the summer because it wasn't happening before this. So, well, I mean, if he's going to play well and if he's going to play motivated, then, you know, him stealing 10 minutes a game is what you want. Yes, and we didn't have no. that. And for, like, three months, we have been, since uh, Maxi got injured, we said, we have no fucking moves. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's good. So... Uh, I, I really hope that we see Kerry Luca uh, tomorrow because I wake up at 4 a.m. and they're not playing and I'm sad. But yeah. also, if we get the win, it's fun. So what's, what's worse, waking up at 4 a.m. or staying up really late to watch a game? Uh, for me, it's easy to, to wake up at 4. Okay. I'm, I'm an early morning, early morning uh, riser. I have been uh, my whole life. And... It was funny in the during university years that uh, I had a roommate which uh, he, he 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 couldn't go to sleep early so we usually uh, and he was also a basketball lunatics like I am because watching NBA basketball in Europe at yeah. 4 a.m. is fucking lunatic I know <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, he usually Stayed up up to four, so he he watched the games like that started at one and finished one and went to sleep. And I usually I I really like when the mouse play late. I don't I know that you don't, but for me it's really good because oh, yeah, I have sure. like no. five five hours of sleep, and I if it's a, a Saturday I can work with five. That's right, that's right. Well, thank you so much for uh, for for hanging out with us today. Bye, bye, Okay, guys. Unfortunately, I think I may have to cut this one short. I hear my my son has been sick the entire week. He has had a virus for five days, uh, and we are all struggling around this house. And I just heard him get up. I need to go help with my wife. I apologize that I'm going to have to cut this one short because I know I like hanging. We've been having bigger rooms lately um, because of the Kyrie stuff, and because I just think you guys are interested in basketball. Um, we'll do one of these tomorrow night. Maybe we'll stay up real late and be totally weird. Um, check out the uh, recap show, and we will uh, we will talk to you guys soon. Thanks so much for hanging out. I appreciate you. Bye, guys.